Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Everybody, welcome back to Elder Scrolls Off the Record for episode number fifty-five. I am Joe the Widget Wilson, your lead host with the most, and joining me as always is the writer extraordinaire, my right-hand man, Mister Evarwin. Hey, Joe! Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, well, that's not creepy. You too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and I noticed you didn't wish me a happy Valentine's Day either. <laughs> well, I didn't probably remember. <laughs> Glad everyone's here. <laughs> And the lore master himself, and I had a new nickname for him last week, and I completely forgot it. I don't know why I forgot it. That's just wrong of me. Mr. Lewis Alon. Joe! Hello! Happy Valentine's Day to you. Ivarwin! Happy Valentine's Day to you, too. Chat room! Quick holiday wishes to you all. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, technically Valentine's isn't actually a real holiday. But just saying. It is. No. It's true. No, it's not. It was made by like Sears in like the early forties or something like that for more cells. But anyway, Mister, the next guy on my list is one that everyone knows as being the one with a little opinion and lots of laughs. Mister David Deanforce Adams, and he's muted. Either that or he's sc- he's scowling at me. One of the two. It it was muted. Yay! Yeah, I, actually, I think it was a little laughs and, <laughs> and lots of opinions. Well, yeah, well, I was anyway. Never mind. Anywho, um, yeah, Anywho. I just want to say uh, thank you for for saying that this holiday is fake, and I, I'm very happy to believe that it is, and I don't like it, but that's okay. Good, me either. Yeah, not a fan. And Probably. joining us tonight is our tennis playing racket of a man, Shank the Tank. Happy Valentine's Day, boys! And <laughs> hey, hey guys, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> nice to be here. <laughs> Shank, Shank or RuPaul? RuPaul, a tank. Just trying to figure out who we got on the call here, Joe. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm wondering that myself. Um, <laughs> Shank's drag race. <laughs> all right, before we get really stupid and crazy, I'm going to let Ivarwin take into our sponsors. Sponsor. All right, so uh, episode 55 of Elder Scrolls Off the Record is brought to you in part by Tweaked Audio's PB Green and Yellow Edition earbuds for $14.95 on their site, tweakedaudio.com. But with our code off the record, you can get them for $5.08. Tweaked PB comes in either green or yellow and has great sound clarity and a super comfortable fit. Featuring a flat cable that won't get tangled 
with a multifunction one-button microphone that makes answering calls while enjoying music and podcasts a dream on a smartphone. They also sport a uh, wonderful, wonderful, I should say, gold-plated connection that will ensure optimal sound clarity, and it comes with a free storage pouch. Off the record, drops that price from $14.95 down to $5.08. You'll save $9. Also, don't forget about their pink earbuds, still on clearance on their site, going for $14.90. And again, with our code, off the record, it'll drop the price down even further to $9.83. Pink is so gangster, yo. It it definitely is gangster. (laughs) (laughs) You got the uh, worldwide shipping, their unbeatable customer service, their lifetime warranty, all at tweakedaudio.com. You know, pink's not... It's, it's not pink. It's salmon. You gotta get it right. Salmon. Or blush. Oh or blush. Alright, guys. I'm, I'm preparing you right now because next week we're gonna do our preliminary widget math for our mage characters. Because mm. the mage challenge is going. Which mm. is what I'm gonna be talking about my entire time tonight. You guys are... We're not doing your play at all because I got too much going in mine. And it's just a lot of time there. Should we oh, okay. Call or, 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 yeah, do you want us just to go and you can talk to yourself? Let's talk to myself. Yeah. You know, I think I will grab that beer right now. We want to talk about. Uh, right, we'll talk about a show going on, on the toilet quick. All right, before we uh, get before we start, everyone has something to mention. Uh, yeah, congratulations to from like in the middle of drinking coffee. I'm like, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do. What am I mentioning? Uh, congratulations goes to Zenimax online team for reaching 1 million likes on their Facebook page. Wow. Zass uh, thanked their community by posting a video of all of their employees saying how much they appreciate the support. You can see it on their site, elderscrollsonline.com. Nice. Sure. Also, really quick on the big news, Dragonborn has come out for PlayStation Network. Yes. <laughs> So now that all the fans of Skyrim now have Dragonborn awesomeness, yay. Including the Europe and American releases. Ivarwin, you want to elaborate on this a little bit more? Yeah, sure. Um, Tuesday, February 12th in America. America! And Wednesday, (laughs) February 13th in Europe. Europe! (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Trying trying to be fair. Uh, Dragonborn's English version DLC for Skyrim is now available on PlayStation Network. The highly anticipated, highly acclaimed DLC considered to be the best Skyrim has seen to date comes to the PS3 after fans have patiently been waiting since its initial debut on the commercial market on December 14, 2012 for Microsoft's Xbox. The PC market saw its release come last week on February 5th to Steam. The day of release was a long one indeed for Skyrim fans as they waited until nearly 7 p.m. Eastern time for Sony's PlayStation Network to update and feature the new DLC, which is 50% off its debut week for $9.99 and 6 excuse me, 6.49 in euros. Uh, now, as you may also be aware, Hearthfire and Dawnguard will be released to PlayStation Network this month. On Tuesday, February 19th, and Tuesday, February 26th, respectively. Europe will see their release on Wednesday, February 20th, and February 27th, respectively. And the French, Italian, German, and Spanish versions do not yet have a release date, though Bethesda does promise a date on those in the near future. 
Um, so the PS3 players have had a minor patch that applied on February 11th, the day before their version of Dragonborn was to release. Uh, and that patch was patch 1.8, a minor bug-fixing patch that would help use usher in Dragonborn the following day. So uh, you guys got your bug fixes and your pat and your uh, awesome, awesome. I want to say expansion because DLC doesn't seem to work for Dragonborn. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah it seems so much more. I've only been there for a few minutes, but it just feels more. Oh my god! Already, it, it's it's amazing. You know. Dave, I'm going to do something completely out of characteristic for me here, out of, out of character. I'm letting you go first today. Because I'm awesome. Say it. Say it. Because I'm awesome. Because I'm awesome. Come on. <laughs> it's like, holy teeth. <laughs> I'll just nonchalantly take a sip of my <laughs> 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 All right. I'll start because I'm awesome. Come on. Say it. Say it. Go ahead, Dave. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I was playing Scrim, and I... Uh, Scrim. <laughs> Dave, take it down an octave or two. Jeez, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I, 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 I actually, I did. Like, first thing this, this last week, like right after the show, I got enough money to come across uh, Dragonborn. Which was awesome. And then I spent the next day downloading it, which was not so awesome. Then I actually got to play it, which was awesome. And I used my character that we talked about, my character that was sword and board only, just going melee. No, no, no crafting skills at the beginning. No, no magics. No sneaky stuff. Just in enemies' faces to try to to deal with this. And I started out Dragonborn at like level 13 it was really really crazy low yeah you and don't. yeah it was it was ridiculous and joe you're right you should not start this that low Mm-mm. i recommended starting <laughs> level actually for dragonborn is 35 yeah i know <laughs> i found that out firsthand uh let's just say i went through the entire thing i've done did every quest the second i got it i cleared everything and I finally I did the, the entire thing over this past week I love it it was a great expansion definitely worth more than the money I paid for it and I eventually got to Mirak at the very end and it took me an hour and a half to fight him wow yeah I was level 33 at the end of the fight oh, oh wow <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was interesting. Sounds like it. Yeah. Um I, I spent a lot of time running for my life. It was it was very awkward. It's like, yeah, I'm here to kill you, Mira, because I'm awesome. I'm the dragonborn. I'm gonna hide over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Can't see me. <laughs> yeah. I approve of the uh, the running away tactic. It's it's pretty useful. Just saying. Yeah, it absolutely <laughs> was, especially with his evil spray staff of tentacles. It was crazy. Hey, don't give anything away. I've never fought him yet. Okay, well, I'm not giving it away. It, it's still crazy. Spoilers. 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 Um, yeah, I, you know what, Joe? After you fight him, we need to have a discussion on just how crazy that fight is. Because sure. I I had to stop halfway through that fight and find out if I was doing it wrong. Yeah, why is I that? Spent, because 
if you've not done the fight, after a while, you stop and think, huh, am I doing this wrong? Okay. Because there, there's stuff that happens that, that just is, it's like, really? It's crazy. Anyway. Yeah. So it did. It took me an hour and a half to take this card. He 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 made me mad. Where's my sensor? So I, there it is. Yeah, he <laughs> pressed that like crazy. Um, man, he he really made me mad. So I eventually did take him take him down, sorta, and uh, uh, the giant eyeball tentacle Lord Dramora thingy. Yeah. Um, that's. <laughs> That dude scares the hell out of me. You know what's interesting, guys? I, I'm going to bring some up on this day really quick. Mm-hmm. They added that graphic of the whole eyeball tentacle thing in Dragonborn. That didn't exist in Skyrim prior. And there's one quest where you come in contact with this Daedra. And that's for the crazy old man's you know book quest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the north. And when originally what it was was just a portal. It didn't yeah. have the crazy eyeballs. I did that quest, and it, they changed the graphic to the Dragonborn Crazy Eyeballs. That is awesome. That is so cool. I'm going to have to do that when I do the uh, this next playthrough. Anyway, I haven't even gotten to that yet, but I'm going to do that. That's awesome. All right, so next thing I did, which was kind of neat, is I found that house that Widget was talking about last week yeah. that he, he robbed blind and then got it as a present. <laughs> which, <laughs> yeah. I found yeah. that house, and I just had to walk into it and look around, and I was like, yep, I'm getting this house, and this is the one that Widget stole from. <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> I could just tell the second I got in the place. I was like, yeah, this is awesome. That was not so, my highlight of Dragonborn. <laughs> well, it was my highlight of Dragonborn, because that was my first house, which is pretty neat. So the cool thing is, is I've, I don't think I've ever actually bought a house that has mannequins in it before. And uh, is there any other house that has them? Because I've only ever owned the one in Whiterun. The one in um, Solitude has it? The one in Markarth? Okay. That's nifty. The... I can't believe I forgot the name of the town. The city that's in the far... the far west that is all Dwimmer? Markarth, yeah. It is Markarth. Okay, good. Okay, so, well, I've I've never had that before. I mean, I've had I've downloaded mods that made them included, but I thought that was just a mod thing. I didn't know that was a real thing. So I'm playing with those. I'm dressing them up. I have like Mirax, all of his armor on one of them, and I'm just laughing at it. It's hilarious. <laughs> Taking him to go to prom with Dover yeah, Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> Putting him in we, the hot pink uh, Dova Barbie convertible. <laughs> said yes to being my Valentine's Barbie. Oh. You're the one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Lots of fun. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. So, yeah, Ian, the, the Mirac dressed up uh, dummy are going out to dinner after the show, just so y'all know. Anyway. I do that, uh, too. <clears throat> so I did. I completed all of the Dragonborn quests... Uh, except I'm having an issue starting the one where you have to read the book uh, where you get the, the scimitars oh yeah 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 you gotta be level 36 to start it uh, my dude now is level 36 and he I'm having an issue the book is bugged for me so mm. apparently I found out the only way I can start it is find one out in the world 
not read my own. Yeah, or that you got to find one of the treasure chests. Oh God. Okay. Well, that's what my next thing that I got to do. Um, I haven't done that. I haven't done a few of the other tiny side quests, but I'd I'd be willing to say right now I am I'm done with Dragonborn. I'm ready to start my mage challenge. So. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and retire this character. Do you want my, my stats? No, but oh, you go, you're going to anyway, so go yes, for it. Gonna, anyway. um, my focus on this, and I'm, I'm only giving you the top stats, um, my focus on this character were one-handed weapons, heavy armor, and block. What I'm seeing right now is you made your character into a literal tank. It was a tank, dude. Yeah. My guy's a beast. Shank like, the tank? No, I didn't, the even, I didn't even put any effort into enchanting, even though it got up to like fifty six. No, no effort into archery. My archery is only thirty seven. I mean, even my resto. I use resto a lot in comparison to how much I usually do in normal gameplays, and I only got it to thirty one. The only crafting skill that I even went for in this playthrough was smithing, which I got to a hundred just to make dragonborn gear or mm. the dragon armor oh yeah yeah the uh solstheim yeah well that that stall yeah stallroom yeah, sorry stallroom have any stallroom yeah stallroom armor is awesome yeah so that actually only required 80 to be able to make but i was like well i'm this close i'm just going to go ahead and finish it up well you got to yeah so that that i did cap just for that but Really, the, my entire playthrough was getting hit by enemies to level up. And I, I had my one-handed weapon, and that was it. And you know what? It's such a more... It's an incredibly powerful setup to play through this way. I really recommend it. If, if, you're, if you haven't made a full-on heavy armor, sword and board tank warrior, do it. It's a beast. Yeah. You can take a full hit from from the uh, the giants and Dude, without like nothing. I was spanking blood dragons like they were nothing. You <laughs> <laughs> were a bad right. dragon. Get over your knee. <laughs> <laughs> I had no enchants on my gear. You know how you, some usually I talk about double enchanting my gear, crazy resistance, no mm-hmm. resistance on anything. And I was just like wiping the field. Nothing could stand in my way. But anywho, that's that was my thing. This character's retired. I'm I'm wrapping it up, saying I'm done with my sword and board. Next week, my mage is on it. Hey, you're gonna start the challenge a week late. Yeah. Well, good because you'll be able to participate in the uh, widget math next week. Yep. I will. Sweet. All right, guys. We got an email from Will B, and I'm gonna let Lou read it. Okay, from Will B. And Will writes in, I think your new challenge is a great idea. I have been meaning to make a new character for a long time. I am currently putting skill points into Destruction and Alteration. I am doing the Imperial side of the Civil War quest to level up before I become the Archmage of the College of Winterhold. Speaking of the Civil War, what side are you guys on? Empire or Stormcloak? Losers, I've never heard you take a side. I am 100% Empire Loyalist. The milk drinker pisses me off, and every time I start a new character, I can't wait to kill him. Here's a tip. When you make a mage character, once you get your enchanting high enough, you should get some heavy armor and enchant to make your spells cost less. 
and that's from Will B. Um, I couldn't. This part of my playthrough, as I was going to bring this up as a tip, when you're doing your mage character, I highly recommend doing the Civil War. And the reason is you'll get in a lot of fighting, and the enemies are not that difficult at all. And the very last fight, regardless of what side you're on, when you're taking over whatever city, whether it be Solitude or Windhelm, um, the enemies are in a constant loop spawn. As long as you don't progress, they'll constantly keep spawning. So I stood there and, because I, I went, for me, it depends on what character I'm playing. I've done Empire twice, and I've done Stormcloak twice. For my mage character, I went Stormcloak. That's just because of a story base. Anyway, but um, on the very when I was attacking Solitude, I sat there for literally an hour and a half in one area, letting the Empire spawn, so I could level up my um, destruction and my conjuration there. Hmm. Any thoughts, guys? So, yeah, I'm actually for the first time I'm going Stormcloak with my mage, and um, I haven't gotten to I I haven't gotten far with it at all, but um. I, I'm in, I'm enjoying the the difference, and usually we we do side empire on um, on the show, so I'm enjoying no, the difference. No, we don't. What do you mean we don't? <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> yeah. um, I've I've cl- I've cleared the Dovahkiin, uh quest straight through to Alduin three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first two times they sat me down and made me do the whole. Uh, high Hrothgar meeting where you don't pick either side and you have yeah. to work it out between I did the that two. With, uh, I did that with my paladin. Alright, that made me want to put my fist through the computer. So from now on, I always pick Stormcloak. What was so bad about that? I, I've, that's not the first time i Hey guys, welcome to not playing the game for 30 minutes where we get to talk to each other. It reminds like me of work. Final Fantasy VII, where you have to enter Cloud's mind for half an hour. Oh my god, don't remind me of that. <laughs> yeah, All so right. I pick Stormcloak just because, well, not because I, I like Stormcloak, I kind of hate the Milk Drinker, but because I hate the Empire. Enough. Well, the thing about the Stormcloak I like, even though Ulfric's kind of a douche, it's what they are doing in Skyrim, what they stand for, is why... My character, for instance, exactly. went with them. Yep, I'm 100% with you on and that. I gotta one. admit, though, the speech at the end of the Stormcloaks, way better than when you end the, the Empire side. Yep. Because they're fighting for something, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And I have, oh, you know, that brings up something I'm gonna bring up really quick. <clears throat> something that caught my attention when I finished this tonight. I didn't put it in my notes. But when Ulfric is talking, he mentions the Almeri Dominion taking over the Empire. Hmm. Did you guys catch that? I did not, because I, I think I've only done the, the Civil War, his, the, the, the Stormcloak side only once, but uh, I gotta, I'm gotta i going to join him up and listen to it again. I'm kind of curious now. And also, at the end of the speech, when you talk to Ulfric, he talks to his, general, his, his captains, and you're one of them, and he says that they're planning... For the inevitable elven invasion. Hmm. Interesting. Because they're going to be taking on the elves soon enough. That kind of left me to DLC speculation. However, the complicated part of that is is that you don't only go one way in the Civil War. You have three routes. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, a lot of game companies... You see this in, you know, especially with Bioware games, um, in Dragon Age was was my experience. You know, they sort of, 
um, let you do what you want to do, but when it comes to uh, their their actual story, they they pick a side and they sort of move in that direction. So maybe um, if they do decide, maybe if Bethesda decides to to go with that, maybe they'll just say, you know, all right. So as per canon, like the Stormcloaks won that civil war, and and therefore uh, such and such happened afterward. Technically, could do it two ways either. They could actually have the Thalmor invasion, regardless of what side you went on. Yeah, and, and yeah. just play it off yeah. like even on the Empire side, you got well, the Empire got so weak after the fight with the Stormcloaks that now the uh, you know the Thalmor are coming in to reestablish their uh, dominance over Skyrim. Yeah, they could also they could also put it, you know, these Elder Scrolls games they they happen a couple of, sometimes a couple of hundred years after each other. They could they could do it where you know um, the power struggle between the uh, the Empire and the Stormcloaks. You know, uh, ebbed and flowed between them until, you know, the Empire, the, uh, you said the Aldmeri Dominion, right? Mm hmm. Yep. Came in and wiped them out. You could do something like that. Or until the Empire strikes back. Okay, I think we uh, took way too much <laughs> oh into this. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think right. we went too much in that email for the, for what we did. Uh, all right. So the next person I'm going to call upon is Mr. Evarwin. Oh, I was raising my hand and everything, too. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew it. It was like psychedelic, yo. So uh, from Sunday to Tuesday, my internet was down. Um, I didn't really get a chance to play a whole lot this week. Uh, I was able to play Friday and Saturday with Oblivion and a little Dragonborn um, this morning. Yeah, a little Skyrim with my mage as well. So, you know, we had that meeting yesterday. So mm-hmm. my, my play this week was a little bit, a bit, you know, stymied, if you will. However, um, I did attempt a bit on the mage challenge. Uh, I got my mage, Jenny, up to uh, level 13 from 9. Aw. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> Leveled up my uh, destruction from 32 to 37. Uh, conjuration from 38 to 46. Dabbled a little bit in resto. It's now twenty six, and enchanting, which is now thirty seven. Uh, Dude, you're like perks, almost identical to how mine is. Just mine's a little bit more progressed. You know, I, I sort of I was disappointed that when I saw you go, going in that direction, I was disappointed because I thought maybe we would have like gone in different directions. Mm. But you know, clearly that that didn't happen. I didn't know what way you were going. I picked the way I wanted to go, man. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I can't explain it. So, anyway, um, you know, I the the perks that I got this week was uh, augmented flames and uh, dual casting for destruction, novice restoration, and I'm one out of five in uh, in enchanter. Uh, augmented flames with augmented shock. I, I was really surprised at how much it increased my damage. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just skyrocketed, just for one point in. In, in both of them. Can you know, I uh, lay something really and... quick I discovered? What's that? The differences between the three schools of magic. Between fire, frost, and lightning. They have, well, yeah. Yeah, flames does the damage over time. Not, right? just, not just that. But also, flame spells are the cheapest costing, and mana-wise, of all three schools. Right. And then you have frost, which is your middleman. Obviously slows down effects. And then lightning costs more, a lot more than the rest, but it has instant base damage. Yeah, and I, I love 
I love that because depending on on if you're fighting a mage or if you're fighting a warrior, you know, I like to use destruction in one hand and then either shock or um or frost in the other depending if I'm I'm doing the major or fighting a major or warrior. Mm-hmm. And uh, it works it works great to eating up their their uh resource. So, um yeah, so I've been I've been doing that, all right. Uh ditched the the el- <laughs> I ditched the robes and I actually picked up some elven armor and enchanted it a little bit. So, because now I'm playing as a with a one-handed bound sword in one hand and a spell in the other, and I've got Lydia as my tank, and oh. um, <laughs> she's she's fine, she's okay. I, I am so sorry. Wait until you hear what I have from my tank. I took Word. your tank, <laughs> and then uh, I, I'd say I'd say probably like the best thing that I've done this week with my mage is is finishing the uh, Red Eagle sword. Nice. Woo. I'm actually getting ready to do that. Yeah, it was. I had a great time doing it, and the um, that's when I really noticed the increase in in damage from best simply getting those two perks. <laughs> yeah, every time I do this now, I always think of Dave saying it's best quest of the game, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like totally, <laughs> totally. So and now I'm um, I'm on my way. I'm walking to um, to start those mage college quests. So I'm on my way up to Winterhold to uh, to do that. Uh, as far as Dragonborn's concerned, not a whole lot happened to be honest. I'm I'm kind of disappointed. You know that those couple of days on my internet was knocked out really destroyed my my gaming. That can um, happen. Yep. I did. I mean, I didn't. And then we had the mage thing going on. I wanted to get back into the mage, so you know, I didn't level up at all. I got my enchanting went from sixty seven to sixty nine. That's about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I finished the uh, Fate of Skull quest. Mm-hmm. Which and started up the path of knowledge, so it's all part of that that main quest line. So I'm looking for those black books. Have any of you guys seen the um, the little turd quest that I was talking about last week? Nope. The little mini civil oh, war. The, the guys in the bar. Yeah. Dude, don't do that quest. Why I did? Yeah. Um. If they'll come and help you, even if you don't have one of them with you. All right, you lost me. The the little dudes in the bar that mm-hmm. that want you to help them out, yeah. If if you complete the quest chain, every so often, if you get in trouble, if you get in the middle of a fight, the little blue midget dudes will run up and try to help you. Little turds. I did the opposite way though. I actually wiped them out. Oh, good. Yeah, they suck. Yeah. So you got the blue man group following you in Skyrim. I mean, yeah, like style. they're following me around. Like I can't. I can't even level up from fighting an enemy because they'll run up and kill the enemies I'm fighting. All well, right. that's what you get for uh, fighting with the blue man group, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, Ivar, we, 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 what were you saying? Uh, yes, I, I mean, uh, I don't remember. <laughs> not doing side quests? Yeah, not, not a whole lot. No, I'm not doing side quests because I, I really want to kill the hell out of, out of Mirak. <laughs> I want my dragon souls back. Yeah, side quests and Dragonborn are so much fun. Uh, I know it's killing me that that I haven't. I'm doing. You know what it is. I'm. I'm. Damn, this was a weird week. We had the blizzard and mm-hmm. the whole bit, and then the internet. It's just damn. There's so much I've been wanting to do, and I just haven't had a, get a chance to actually do it this week, and I'm so frustrated by it. You know, it figures as soon as Dragonborn comes out for the PC, like that's the week. That everything just crashes down around your ears. <laughs> I, think, I think I'm going to name this episode. It's going to be episode 55, forge slash cry Evarwin. Uh, <laughs> I have done a fair bit of whining, haven't I? <laughs> no, no, no. 
No, that's us crying for you, man. That's that's what that is. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I, I mean, I'm trying to stay on track with the um, with the with the main the main quest, but there's so much like distraction content in 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 Soulstorm that I'm like, oh, I want to go inside that cave and oh, I want to go investigate that, but I'm like, no. He took my dragon souls. I'm gonna get you, Murak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a guess and say that he can get killed at level 33 and you're level 46. You got yeah. it. I got, you got this, it, bro. Got yeah. it. So you're I'm going to beat hero. his face when I find him. And then um, the only thing that I was able to do was, as well was uh, squeeze in some Oblivion time you know, during the weekend. And I'm looking for those, those 10 Aelid stones in the, uh, in the Aelid ruins. Still haven't found any. I haven't gotten i mean i got my guy up to up to six level six which is you know up from five uh lou tells me i'm in for a, a long haul on this on this quest yes so, you yeah it is yeah yes <laughs> great so i mean shank should i should i do other quests while looking for these things or i mean is it worthwhile just staying um, so here here's how i did these this quest i uh this was one of my like ongoing quests so i kept uh, coming back to this while intermittently doing other quests in between um, actually, you're you're paladin, right? In uh, Oblivion, that, that's probably a stupid question. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because I, I have a really good quest suggestion for you um, that I'm pretty sure you're going to love it. Um, if you go to Bravil, to the Mages Guild, there, there's going to be an Argonian named Kudai, and uh, you speak to her, and she's going to take you on this amazing quest. No, um, really? I've heard that before. Yeah. No. It's it's uh, it's. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the quest is Through a Nightmare Darkly, I think, and that is amazing. Uh, if you want another quest... Really? Uh, so it's it's Bravel, right? Yeah, and Bravel, Mage's Guild. Talk to Kudai, K-U-D hyphen E-I. Really? What? You not only know her name, you know the quest she's going to give you to give you to the item. Oh, by the way, you also know how to hyphen it. Really? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop being such an Ellis Rolls nerd. Uh, uh, another last quest I'm gonna just bring up real quick. Try a brush with death in Chadenhall. Tavella Lathandis in Chadenhall. Amazing. You get the rarest item in the game doing that quest. It's awesome. It's called a brush with death, and it's in Chadenhall. Who do I talk to? Lathandis. L y t h a n d a s. Any abbreviation there? No. <laughs> Jaden Hall, Lathandis, a brush with death. Very good. All right, so I'll check those out. Yeah, you're going to really love the first one because it's very, very paladin-y. And today, on the couch with Shank. (laughs) (laughs) Name your quest. All right, everyone, got anything else for us? No, that's it. You know, I'm really sorry if if I let everyone down, but, you know... Blame blame yeah, the blizzard and, totally and my, my lack of internet. I'm I'm really sorry. Well, I think we got you covered, bud. So don't worry yeah. about it. It's all cool. Good. Zenimax announces the food truck tour Monday, February 11th. Zenimax announces they are hitting the convention trail this year, and they haven't forgotten to bring a snack. Nice. Excuse me. Will I have gas? A giant truck filled with goodies and enough to share will start on March 10th in Austin, Texas, with Already special judged. guest. Maluka. The food truck hasn't gotten here yet. <laughs> I know, just the thought of it. <laughs> After that, it's off to five major cities and six college campuses all throughout the United States. Head over to DellScrollsOnline.com for official dates. Also, as of February 12th, they stated they haven't forgotten their European fans, but have not announced any details just yet. 
since it's a bit early in the year. What do you guys think about this? I'm a little angry since they're not coming to you know number one market, United States, New York City. <clears throat> Just saying. <laughs> well, they're going um, to Boston, which is close enough. I'm stoked because I want to go meet Maluka downtown. Just, just saying. That's yeah, right. That's you are in cool. Austin. Cool. Yeah. I, I don't even want to talk about this. Can we? Can we move on to something else? <laughs> <laughs> why? Oh, I know why Dave is like this. Okay. Because I live in the middle of. I actually my my town is in Florida, but we are crammed up the butt of of Alabama. We are the last place they're ever going to bring a food truck. I want some free food. Where the hell's my free food, Zenimax? <laughs> Keep talking, Dave. <laughs> Don't worry, Dave. You'll get yours. <laughs> They're gonna come gonna and get you. It. It's gonna be a Tupperware package, Dave. We say this just for you. <laughs> Here you go. All right, guys. There is one more thing I want to bring up that was released as of today. As Zenimax posted a picture of their Facebook showing off armor concepts. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, these are concept art. And I think one of the big questions is speculation of, like, well, is this going to be specific to the um, different factions? And I, I think that that's not going to be true based on the fact they've already stated that all armor will be able to be obtained from all factions. That the armor is specific to region in terms of look, but can be obtained by any faction. Well, that makes me considerably less angry. Yes. If you remember that, well. they've already stated that several times. Okay, good. Can I just say that the, that concept art, I stared at it for like 10 minutes because it looks stunning. I love the Nord one. It just looks raw. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was I was like drooling over the Breton one. Oh, the High Elf is pretty cool, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just picture Queen Iran in that. Mm. What is wrong with you people? Like, I, the only two that really look horrible. Come on. The Nord is a beast. I'm he totally gonna have you with his armor. My my dragon knight's gonna be wearing that Nord armor, it's even though he's gonna be Tajit. That's what I was telling Evarwin earlier. You could kill someone with your knees. It has spikes on it. It's got spikes on the knees. <laughs> Knee to the yeah. groin. No more groin. Yeah, you lose your sword. Throw yourself at the enemy. It'll <laughs> kill him. <laughs> Give them a bear hug. <laughs> That's right. That's how they do it. So that's uh, any of the thoughts on the armor, guys? I mean, this is really cool concept art. Yeah, it looks amazing. I mean, even if it's just concept, the fact that that's the route they're looking to go down, that just shows a lot of promise that they are looking at it, that making the armor, I guess, break away from the mold of other games we've all played in the past where it all looks the same regardless. <laughs> I wonder I wonder how hard it was for them to, to do the Breton because – you know, Nord kind of looks like how how I would have imagined it, and and the same thing with the High Elf too, with the you know, kind of like the wing type look, eagle type look, I suppose. But Bretons don't really have, at least from what I I've seen, um, which is limited. They they don't really have like a all encompassing sort of symbol. And I wonder if mm-hmm. you know, guys, I had the worst thought ever. What's that? You know, the Nords are so tired of the arrows to the knees that they made their armor with spikes just to deflect arrows. <laughs> anyway, okay. we're okay. Ivarwin, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, just, uh, cause, I mean, that's a good question, but um, the Bretons are actually kind of like a cross of uh, the, the humans and High Elves, so that's why they have the magic. So I guess 
they they sort of have a hybrid style, so maybe they the exhaust kind of drew on two different cultures, kind of blending that way. That's my guess, though. Yeah, I I, I guess. I mean, I I just don't see the I don't see the representation. I don't think it's I don't think it's bad. I think it looks great. I just was wondering like where where they drew that that inspiration from. Oh yeah, yeah. I like these though. <laughs> All right, Lou, it's your turn. Aw. Oh, wait, yeah, it is my turn. Cool. (laughs) 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 Oh, Skyrim. Well, one big thing I was talking to you, Barwin, earlier on this afternoon, I recently downloaded a mod, which is called the Ethereal Elven Overhaul. Lou, real quick, I used that. It's amazing. Sorry. Yes. Yes, it is. It's by Nuska. Okay. On Steam, it's called... uh, Ethereal Elven Overhaul Lite because Steam has a file size limit, but if you go to Skyrim Nexus, you get the full the full kit caboodle there. You get the entire thing. Um, this mod allows players to actually create more appealing elf characters, <laughs> both sexes, because I don't know about you, but the elf characters that they have in the creator, I mean, what you're given and what the sliders give you, it just... It just makes these characters look really horrible. I mean, this is the first RPG ever that I've ever played in my life where I never created an elf character before just because I cannot stand the way they look. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they look terribly... Like, they don't look like elves. They look like caricatures. Really bad caricatures of, you know, people. So that's why I've never created an elf character in Skyrim. You know, I've always gone with Noor, the Breton, and so on. Yeah, they'll have that, you know, um, David Boreanaz lowbrow thing going on. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, they're extremely wow. sharp, angular faces and features that just makes the character look so unappealing. Yeah. You know, if you're going to make them different, make them different, but don't make them, you know, ugly or, or just, like, horrible you know, to begin with. I mean, Argoni is no excuse for them, but still. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're now? getting into with those guys. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you know, for once, you know, my now my new Altmer Battle Mage looks presentable. She looks really good. You know, coupled with the fact that, you know, the mod that Joe and I use, now Shank, <laughs> you know which mods are talking about. Nova mm-hmm. Floss. <laughs> That's Dover right. Flaws. Along with these newer features that I can create for the health, it looks great to look at. You know, and I'm thinking, you know, this is really going to at least make me want to play this character. And this is the one I'm going to use for the Maze Challenge. So, I'm away. And right now, speaking of Maze Challenge, only level two. <clears throat> just started a couple of days ago. Well, do you have any idea how you're going to really start doing your character? Or? Well, for now, I really haven't put much thought into it. I just want to get the character created first. And then, you know, take a moment to actually look at the tree. And then just plot it out. You know, because initially, unlike my first playthrough with the Mage, where I was, you know... Oh, description. Don't need descriptions. <laughs> Forget mm-hmm. that. I'll, I'll start putting points in, in places I think is think are cool. You know, and in the end, giving myself and, and ending up deleting that character just because I couldn't play with that character and that style. But for now, good old standby, destruction, alteration. Because I just like making things go boom. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, see how you guys talk about, especially with Dave when he talks about you know using conjuration with the and weapons you know that is the one spell in all this time playing Skyrim I've never used those spells at all I mean I have them yeah I mean I have them among my characters you know if I see the spell book the spell tome yeah I'll learn it 
but I have never used them at all. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Especially with my mage character, I'm straight up magic. I don't touch any kind of melee weapon, even if it's conjured or not. Right. I mean, I prefer to you know, to use the you know put the runes down, pull the char- pull the mob to me, and then let the rune and my additional spells while I'm falling back do the you know do the work. That sort if of. Thing. I wasn't sitting right now. I would faint. <laughs> oh, oh lordy Dave ain't nobody got time for that get up <laughs> but yeah that's <laughs> what I'm going to go with right now so I fully plan it out now with Dawnguard my main just finished the portion where she read the first Elder Scroll when you, once you went to that glade included glade and I'm now actively pursuing Ariel's bow oh yeah that's a good that's a sweet bow too yeah yeah I mean I haven't re- I, you know I, I try not to read you know any hints of walkthroughs? Because mm-hmm. I, I actually I genuinely want to be surprised and see. Holy, bleep, what did I just go into? What, what's going on? <laughs> you know, I, I want to see what happens unfold for my eyes, with no preconceptions. Um, and the one thing I did love, you know, I do love right now, that came out with Dragonborn. I mean, I think Shag may have mentioned it in the past couple of days. The HD pack that came with Dragonborn. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, one of the mods I've never used ever as well is, you know, I've never used any enhancement mods, visual enhancement mods. When this baby came out, you know, I really didn't realize, I didn't realize it came down with the, uh, with the DLC. And then the very first time I run this game, and I'm thinking to myself, what just happened? Everything looks so, looks so unreal. I mean, I actually stopped and paused shut my game off, restarted, saying, alright, did I just see something? What's going on here? I thought something was wrong. <laughs> and realizing, oh my god, this game looks bleeping amazing! <laughs> now I know I why Jake is posting thousands of photos on Twitter going, hey, look at this. This is noon as well. Oh, by the way, here is sunrise over Here's the beautiful flowers. Over when I run. Oh, I'm like, wow! This is great. Look at the water. I, I can see myself. Hey, look at here comes. Oh, you stupid dragon! What are you doing? <laughs> you totally screwed up my shot of that blue mountain flower. <laughs> I know. She's like, oh, look at this water reflection. Like, oh, look, there he comes. Oh yeah, come on, bring it, <laughs> bring it, elder dragon. I see you. <laughs> but yeah, it, it just makes the game again. It, you know, this is why a year plus later. You know, I think that's why we're all still playing this game. So many surprises mm-hmm. left for us. So many things we still haven't done or accomplished. Yo, you know, I'm all about that today. Trust me. Yeah, and, and you know, here comes Bethesda giving players, hey, you know what? Here's extra stuff. You think you, you know, we think we really enjoy it. It breathes or just revitalizes, gives you more things in the game to help you enjoy the experience. And man, this is one of those things that I, I really applaud them doing this. I mean, I know there have been visual enhancement packs from the past from, mod- from the modding community, but the fact that now they say, hey, you know what, we'll do it for you. This is our version, and it's great. I'm loving it. Nice. Nice. So yeah. uh, what else has been going on, Lou? Oh, Dragonborn. <laughs> Where did you finally did it? Yeah, Marwin. Biatches. Uh, <laughs> I... I'm enjoying. It. I mean, I've only been there for a couple of hours, and I'm just, you know, in the initial areas. 
but it's unreal to me. I mean, I uh, I had a conversation with Robert earlier on where uh, I told him when I first got into into the game, into that area, I totally forgot that I had shut off the music. Because sometimes, depending on what I'm doing in the game, I'll shut off the music so I can hear all the ambient sounds and such so that you know, if I can sneak better or hear things going on, I can better prepare for a fight or avoid a fight. And then remembering what Shanks said when he first loaded up Dragonborn and first hit Solstheim, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Well, let me, well, let me experience what he, what, he was, what he was talking about. You know, again, I cut out, I exited the game, went back in, put the music back on, and realized when I'm pulling into the air, like, wait a minute, what is this? And actually hearing... I guess, for lack of a better phrase, a you know remastered version of Marwin's soundtrack playing in the background. Yes, that's uh, that's my favorite part about this DLC. It feels like Marwin HD. Exactly, I was floored. I mean, here I am thinking, okay, I'm going to get the you know the great soundtrack that you know Jeremy Soul produced for Skyrim, and I realized, wait, no, wait a minute, why would this be? We're in we're in Soul Slime. We're in you know we're in Elfland. Why would I want to hear type music? And the fact that they did this, as Ron pointed out to me earlier on, I was like, yeah, the continuity. Like they, they're telling you, hey, you're an elven-dominated land. Why would we put stuff like that for this soundtrack? Makes you wonder what they're going to do for uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> I'm imagining. <laughs> you know, the, the 8-bit MIDI music from Daggerfall and Arena way back when. <laughs> but now, got a full orchestra <laughs> playing it for you. That's right. Yeah, I, I can't wait to experience that. But yeah, I mean, that was the first one of the first things I noticed was that you know some people it may maybe just be a little detail, but the fact that the music matches where you're playing, it, it just gives whole new credit and makes you believe in the area you're in. Absolutely. Yeah. It's and, like the music was written like for you. You know what I mean? My eternal orchestra is playing. <laughs> <laughs> and I knocked out a couple of the first initial quests. Like I cleared out the Raven Rock. I was about to say Fraggle Rock. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> made a Fraggle Rock? No. <laughs> yeah, and the uh, what's that area? Oh, the Blood Skull area. Oh, what floored me was the fact that. Spoilers, folks. If you don't want to listen, mute it out. Um, Spoilers. Getting, yes, getting past that door in Boscoe with that two-handed sword. I was thinking to myself, what the bleep am I doing wrong? I'm looking at this diagram. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the reader joke. Uh-oh, swing the sword. Yeah, um, you got to read the book. Yeah. Read, Schmied. <laughs> the very last page of the book tells you exactly what to do. <laughs> Technicalities. But yeah, once I realized after 15 minutes just swinging aimlessly, like, oh, maybe I should do it with a purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was one of the more, I guess, interesting, innovative ways of getting past the door I've seen so far in this game. Yeah. Do you like the uh, Klim Hazard uh, Final Fantasy VII blade? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculously large. Like, oh, wow, this is like an anime-type sword. Look at this thing. <laughs> but I-, I like that part, and... Again, the spoiler! Binding that, hey, what's this on this little pedestal? Black book. Oh, yeah. Oh, black God. books. What happens if I. Oh. 
<laughs> what happens if I read it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I start to read it. Things start to unfold. I'm thinking, all right, what the hell's going on? <laughs> move yeah. my mouse. Move my my buttons. All right, did I do something wrong? What's going on? Can I stop this? Who put HP Lovecraft in my Skyrim? <laughs> <clears throat> uh, tentacles are very oh, um, but that when it brings you to Apocrypha, I think that's a pretty great nifty way to enter that plane. Yeah, you know, totally unexpected. You know, and now here we are, face to face, or face to tentacles, whatever. With <laughs> in his home plane, like, oh, this is pretty cool. I like this. I can't wait to see what the rest of this DLC has for us. Yeah, you know, um, you know, So that's as far as I've gotten in Dragonborn. I don't have much to say about Oblivion this week because tech issues. The game I had to totally uninstall it, wipe it out of my hard drive. Oh man! Yeah, which kind of sucked because I don't have it on Steam since I had the original game discs from long ago. You know, <sighs> I, yeah, I have everything. I have the anniversary edition. The you and me edition. both, sir. You and me both. So I don't feel like paying Steam, much as I like them, extra for a game I already have. I'll just load it up again. <laughs> my discs. <laughs> so that's okay. I'm not worried because I have no problem starting over again with this game. So cool. Nice. Uh, we guys, we have an email from Johanna S. And, and um, I want to say that's a she. Uh, just a little bit. Yeah, it's Monovan. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, yeah, okay, at the very bottom. Yeah, she says, Hello, Joey, Varwin, Lou, Dave, and Shank. I just want to say I love you, all of you. We love you, too. And thank you so much for all your hard work. I'm happy to be part of the QGN fan family. And I drew the QGN logo in DragonScript for you and added some little extras. I hope you like it. I also came up with an with an end for two of your Skyrim scenarios. One, Dovahkiin gets thrown into jail because the guards finally found out who shot all of them in the knee because he wanted to be the only and unchallenged adventurer in Skyrim. <laughs> that would be Widget Archer. <coughs> I don't know. I wasn't going to say that, but maybe. No, I purposely shoot people in the knee just for the giggle. Anyway, Dova King wants to rule the world, so he resurrects Alduin. Console commands for the win. Tells him that they're actually family and should be bros and join forces to conquer the world. Uh, Alduin can't help but see the logic in the Dragonborn's words, and so Dova King mounts Alduin, and together they shut the world apart. Looking oh my forward, God, Dragon Mount! Looking for the next episode. <laughs> Keep it up and take care, Johanna, Johanna, aka Monovan. Okay, thoughts, guys. I'm going to oh shot God, the world apart with Alduin. <laughs> <laughs> Keen plus Alduin equals epic dudes. That should be a mod somewhere out there in Steam. So much- <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Bring it back, and now Alduin's your, your beep. And, you know, you're like, oh, we're going to rule Nern. Let's do it. <laughs> now you see, the ultimate epic mount isn't that hot barmaid. It's Alduin. Wow. <laughs> oh. Oh, we thought you were going to say the bar that you always had the hots for. <laughs> I was going to mention that, but yeah. I kind of said, well, anyway, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot for the email. We always appreciate hearing from you, and uh, we're happy you're part of the QGN fan family as well. And the drawing looks amazing. Yes, it yeah, does. Yeah, it turned out good. Guys, I'm going to go. I'm chomping at the bit. I was you're nice. You're going to go? And let, yeah, I'm going to take off. Let Yvonne take it. Um, <laughs> I spent every minute in Skyrim playing my mage. I didn't even touch Dragonborn. 
I'm not going to complete Dragonborn on my level 50. Instead, well, not yet. I want to complete it on my mage instead. Okay. I'm having that much fun with Vard. Um, and also to clarify really quick for you guys, one of the rules that Mace Challenge is no melee or weapons or bow. So no weapons at all. Not even conjured. Because that's cheating. What about no loopholes? How is that cheating? It's a branch of the conjuration tree, dude. That's it magic. is, but it's still a weapon. But it's no magic. No weapon. All right. No weapon. Whatever. Go ahead. No weapon. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. So I spent way too much time this, play- this week playing my mage. Um, way, way, way too much. I don't care if you guys use conjured weapons. Cheese. Current stats, I am level 28. So I'm getting very close at level 35 mark in the first week. That's how much I've been playing him. I think I was level 12 last week. Wow. Yeah, went up a little bit. I have 413 Magicka. I am 82 in Conjuration, 74 Destruction, and 76 Enchanting. With 200% mana regen and 15% cost mana cost reduction to all spells. Ah, uh, that's awesome regen. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, would you enchant that on your gear? No. I found two little, nice little toys that did that for me. And this is where wow. I say you have to complete the Mage Calls quest chain if you're going to play a Mage in Skyrim. Mm-hmm. The reason is, is because of that. I got the Archmage's robe, and I forgot the name of the... When you're in the Labyrinthian, the last guy mm-hmm. you killed for the Staff of Magus gives you a helm. That oh. helm is a 100% dragon mana region. It's nice. a Dragon Priest helm. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Now, now, Joe, that, Ma- that Archmage robe, Ma-Kose. is it? Hmm? The Archmage robe is Does it sexy. fit with our mod? What? Does it no. fit with does it just our mod? No. Besides, what? I'm playing a male character anyway. I don't really want to watch him walk around in Dova Floss type robes. Ah, but it doesn't reflect, though. It doesn't, you don't have the option to... Uh, damn. What's, what's the name of that helmet? Makote or something? Morakai. Morakai. Morakai, thank you. Moroki, or whatever it's called. Chakotay? Anyway. Chikote. People are writing it in so chat. I should have just looked. The uh, Archmage robes, what makes them so dang sexy, is the fact they give you 100% mana regen, 15% mana cost reduction on all spells, and 50 magicka. Wow. Nice. I have not seen better yet. I don't think there is in the vanilla there, game. Yeah, wouldn't be. I don't know if it was better in um, Dragonborn, but... I plan on doing a lot of my enchanting and see if I can make better eventually. But right now, I don't even worry about getting hit. With the way I'm playing my character, if I got hit by something, I deserve to die. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. I have an army with me, and I just blow everything to shreds. Um, On my conjuration tree, I have my um, Antronox and my zombie side, the whole left side, completely maxed except for the hunter skill point which is the dual pets aka twin souls which I cannot wait to get I'm gonna be beast zoom answer yeah yep zoom answer <laughs> in destruction I have two out of two points in augmented flame which I know what you mean Varwin the, the yeah. amount of damage is incredible it's ridiculous and I have <clears throat> one out of two in the uh, augmented lightning yeah and I have up to adept, adept spells cut in half, and I have up to expert spells cut in half for um, Conjuration. 
and I'm using a lot of expert-based conjuration spells right now. It took me a while to figure out where you go to get these spells because, like, the basic uh, mages at the in like the court mages, they did sell you the basic stuff, you know, the low-level stuff. There are specific NPCs that will sell you the goods, man. They'll sell you the good stuff. And <laughs> for the adept trainer for conjuration is uh, Phineas or Finia Gester. He's in the college. He'll do. That's where I got some of my most BA spells from that guy. And for the master trainer for conjuration is Phalion in Morthal. Um, the adept destruction trainer is Feralda in the college. So a lot of the adept-based trainers are all in the college. Yeah, what? so it really does behoove you to do those those mage college quests. In a big way. It's yeah. like almost crucial for playing a mage character from what I've discovered. Um, the spells I've got, guys, oh my god. For destruction, I'm using Firebolt as my primary. Because I can cast that all day without losing any mana. Because I regen faster than I can use it. Nice. Um, fireball, I use when I get a lot of group of people, when I get groups of people, just to wipe them all out at once. I use Incinerate once in a great while. Incinerate's like the step above. It's like your highest casting, besides Master Level, which I don't know what that is yet. For, um... <clears throat> it's uh, the Expert Level Fire Spell. And it does severe damage if they're already on fire. But it takes so much more of my mana right now, because I don't have the Expert unlocked to do half manas it just takes way too much um and I my favorite destruction spell yet is wall of flame you guys heard of that one yet yeah I've heard of wall of flame yeah it's pretty dead is that that flame that's like a wall you basically create a line of fire on the ground and anything passes through it takes 50 points of damage per tick for me anyway yeah yeah it's it's like sick because I feel like you're just like painting the fire on the ground I two shot a boss doing this method using wall of flame as the boss was coming at me and as soon as he got near me as soon as he went over the wall of flame I hit incinerate and killed him in one shot do you have to apply it in a straight line or could you do like an S you can do an S a circle I've circled an enemy before with it yeah you should do it in an S this way they go through it a couple of times yeah especially in the hallway if you do an S pattern on the hallway yeah oh it'll kick their butts before they even get to you um, my big thing, though, obviously, is my Conjuration. I have all the Antronachs so far, except for the Master Level ones, and I don't have the one Dragonborn yet because I haven't done it. I What's have, your favorite of the Antronachs? I'm getting into that, actually. I have Fire, Frost, Storm, and Dramora Lord. And I use... The Storm is my favorite for ranged. He kicks the snot out of dragons. Because he doesn't miss like the Fire one does, like the Flame Antronach. Yeah. The Storm Antronach is BA at range. Unreal BA. And then I have my Dramora Lord I use for my melee. He's a beast. Comes out in full Daedric armor, Daedric weapons, and just pounds everything. And I I've got rid of my dagger, because I wanted to be 100% magic, and I found Soul Trap. I didn't know about Soul Trap until after the show last week. <laughs> Noob. <laughs> I, don't, I never played magic before. My highest level magic character was 12 before this so I never really got into it at all but Soul Trap has been a blessing man I love that thing and it levels my conjuration up like mad how'd you like the uh, Dramora Lord quest Dramora Lord quest haven't done it 
Oh, you haven't done it yet? What level are you in? in co- oh. I'm 82, not 90. Oh. Yeah. See, that's something I didn't know about either, was the master level quests. That you do yeah. each school at level 90. Are you doing any enchanting at all? I can't yeah. remember. I'm you are? Okay, so uh, if right you now. have Soul Trap, do you have Azura Star? Not yet, no. Yeah, I, I highly recommend going to get because that's just that's just it. If you get that with your enchanting and your soul trap, dude. Oh, I, mean, I know. That- I'm going to be getting to that eventually. I have been loving going mage on mage, fighting not mage on mage the other way, guys. Come on, don't get that way. Giggity, giggity, you. But um, I love fighting other mages now. Before they used to kick my butt. Now I just eat them alive. They'll put up their stupid ward. I'll chew through it with one fireball spell and already have the next one coming at them before they know what happened. And destroy them. Fire has been a blast. Literally. So I've been doing that. Um, like I said, I did finish the Mage College quest. I went into Labyrinthian on a live stream. What was it, like five or six days ago? I think uh, Shank was in there with me. I was. You might have been. It was. I think it was you. <laughs> yeah, it was okay. you. Because I called you up. <laughs> Anyway, I went into Labyrinthian. On the last part, I was level 20, and the skeleton dragon and all the skeletons around there kicked my butt badly. So I gave up on it for a little while and went and leveled up and came back at level 23 and was able to destroy him. I died two times, so I finally figured out that my thick skull, you know, kill the dragon first. Once I killed the dragon, the rest of it was cake. But um, I love, 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 love that dungeon still. It's just so much fun. Especially, I never played it going through as a mage, like you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> it has a whole different element to that dungeon. Especially mm-hmm. with that stupid mana steal that, that happens periodically. Mm-hmm. The dang wind. Yeah. But like I said I've been earlier, noticing that a lot, of the, a lot of the stuff that I've gone through, and, and now going through again as, as a mage, it's... It's it oh it shouldn't surprise me, but it does surprise me at how how different the game feels doing mage versus pretty much any other playstyle. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's a it's lot a of different things that that are there just to either help you or mess with you if you play a mage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, I love my mage. I'm having so much freaking fun with him. I've been. I've, I think I've discovered and cleared almost as many areas as my first original character, who was like almost 48, 46. And I'm 20-something, 20 28 right now. I've just been doing a ton of walkabouts. Even though I do a lot of fast-traveling, Shank, I still do a lot of walkabouts, too. Just to level up by going into those caves, and I, I just want to be in combat with my character. That's it. I don't want to go through story. I just want to kill stuff. <laughs> to the point where I have a 2,000 bounty on me from Dragon Bridge. I have a 1,200 bounty, I believe, in White Run. How? Murder. Um, no, I'm t- <laughs> <laughs> I, I maybe have 100 points of bounty ever on my character that I just went through. I have a double how, homicide how? in Dragon Bridge. How? <laughs> By killing a cur- the courier right in the uh, the inn, you just like get bored. Like I'm gonna kill that guy today. Well, Dave, what you do is you equip your firebolt and just you know throw it at people. Yeah, they usually See die. What happens. I just want to raise them up again. Speaking of which, how dare they be alive? Yeah, really. I have. Um, I finally got to the ability where I can raise 
the high level enemies that were driving me nuts like um trolls and things of that nature finally got the spell to do it and it's oh, something nice. like um not raise epic zombie but something else like that. I thought I wrote it down <laughs> where did I put Can it I know I, I wrote it down here somewhere do you mind if I spoil the game a little bit for people who may uh, not know about a side quest in uh, Dragonborn? Don't do it. I haven't no. done it. Absolutely not. Oh, Dread Zombie. Raise Dread Zombie. It's the Dread Zombie spell. And I know I was becoming BA right before we st- before I got off the game to finally dr- drug myself away from it to do show notes. Was <laughs> I raised a Spriggan Matron. Nice. It's a fight for me. And when it worked, I was in heaven. So just imagine me having to be able to, like, dual cast, you know, have my dual zombies out and have, like, a frost troll and a spriggan fighting for me. That's it. All the wings toast. I don't care who it is. <laughs> I want to raise Rob zombie. Yeah, can we have that, too? Just- oh, man. That would be awesome. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, my God. So, guys, I did the uh, Crazy Old Man Daedric book quest. My favorite way to put it. I know this the... Uh, Ogma, whatever book. Ogma Infinium? Yeah, that one. Ogma Infinium! Well, I, I wanted to get those five points and all the magic seal traits. So I, I went through and did it, and I was it was driving me nuts. I'm sure some of you probably saw it on Twitter. I couldn't find <laughs> more blood to save my life. Yep. <laughs> I went, walked down that stupid road between a stupid dragon bridge and, and solitude for an hour and a half, went up to their little retreat, killed everybody in the retreat. This is what really got me mad, guys, is I was... I had my me and myself as my follower of the archer, and there's a way you can get the two mages in the courtyard to come up to the front gate, and if you can kill them right there, you can loot their bodies from the gate. But my stupid archer companion, every time, I, I, I saved right before I fought him, and had to redo this like seven times trying to do it, would shoot them as before they can get into the gate and kill them. And when I tried to turn around and shoot my follower, my game crashed. That's uh, that's not ideal, dude. No. <laughs> not ideal in the slightest. But anyway, I got really two, I got two really cool kill cams I want to mention really quick. One of them was a, a regular wolf that was leaping at my face, so the dog's mouth was open at my face when the kill cam started. And I shot it in the belly with a fireball. <laughs> I wish I would have been able to take a screenshot at that moment. It looks so badass. But um, the other one was I had to go kill an orc bandit for a quest over near... My brain is just not working with names at all. It never does. But Riften. Okay. I was down there doing the... And there's this orc bandit leader they have to go kill on top of a tower. Well, I hit him with a kill cam, and it, it kind of looks like, like something in slow motion you would see in like a cartoon with his face, mouth open, as he's flying backwards. <laughs> head slams into a brick wall. I could have swore I saw all his teeth flying everywhere. Neck breaks and he just flies all over the place. It was just perfect. Loved it. I'm having way too much fun with this mage, guys. Way too much fun. But uh, I, I can probably go in all night about this. Oh, by the way, I discovered a new town I never knew existed called Rorkstead. Wow. I've never, you mean, like, never the found first it. town mentioned in the game? I never went to it. <laughs> I knew it existed, I just never found it. And My I stumbled brain across literally it. can't comprehend that right now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like one Maybe part that of the map. That they mentioned the little Ditty songs, like, you know, Rorkstead. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah no, but Joe's right. There's like absolutely nothing to do there. There's nothing there. I, that's one part of the map 
that I just never had a reason to go to. Until I was finally roaming around on my mage and came across it. <laughs> oh, it's the flyover part of Skyrim. Sure, yeah. But up, but up, but Alright, guys, that's enough of my playthrough. I think I bored you guys enough tonight. Um, so, there's a dev question of, the, of this week. And do I want to play the video or just want to just say it really quick about one? Ah, play the video. Video's fun. Alright, incoming video. I'm Christy Keaton, and I'm a UI designer for Elder Scrolls Online. Each Elder Scrolls game has had an increasing number of factions. Some of these factions are the Fighters Guild, the Mages Guild, and the Companions. If you could create a faction, what would you name it, and what would its role be? Alright guys, I have an answer for you right now. You ready? What is it? The Monks. Straight up, Ninja Turtle style Monks, man. Oh, I was thinking like Detectives. No, no, monks. As in, <laughs> you know, bald heads, weird robes, no weapons, just fists. And that way either you can actually open up an actual, like, um, unarmed combat tree. Yeah, a real martial arts tree. Yeah. Exactly. I said it, like, early, early on in the show that I would love to see, when we had a question a long time ago, in the first ten episodes, I believe, where <clears throat> someone asked us what we would like to see is, like, um, a new skill tree. And I love the idea of being able to do a martial arts style skill tree with kicks, strikes, things of that nature. Maybe infusing magic with your fist, like a fire strike. Things of that nature. I thought that would be really cool. And I think a monk type faction would be really cool. Yeah. I I I, th- I wonder why they haven't included you know something like... I mean, the Khajiit have um, an unarmed skill, but it's really not... Yeah, it's just their claws, though. Yeah. But that's that's just the. I wonder why uh, they haven't included something like that. Yeah, that that would be actually pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, I actually, (laughs) you know, I think I I spoke about this uh, during the same episodes where I one of the mods I still have you you know still active in my game is the uh, Grandmaster mod where it actually opens up it replaces the two handed tree and replaces the Grandmaster perk and that's the one where it builds up uh, your unarmed abilities. But like always, I prefer something that Bethesda did themselves, right? Including right, exactly. a quest chain with this with this monk guild. You know that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, traveling the world, and you know, if you want to get up, uh, let's see, let's see, Joe in real life is a what? You tenth level, Dan? Joe? I'm a fifth Dan master. Fifth Dan. You know, can you imagine if they set up to where you know if you were eligible for to be a, you know I guess first Dan, you actually had to beat the guy who had that title? Oh, that'd be so much fun. You know, in order to earn it. Monk-style <laughs> tournaments. Yep. Heck yeah. Sign me up. Is that when Jet Li comes in and just like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, he wins. All right. <laughs> That's when Chuck Norris shows up. <laughs> you want your 10th Dan? You got to beat Chuck. <laughs> Norris. Never going to happen. <laughs> you have to stay away oh, from his beard. They'll, 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 they'll call him Chuck or Chuck Nord. Wow. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Um, someone's door. here. That was my doorbell. I don't know what that was. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's that pizza I ordered you. All right, who's next? <laughs> <laughs> Little Caesar's delivers just for you. Yeah, hope you like twenty-three pies. 
All right, guys. You have any, any of you guys have any ideas on this? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, sorry, Dave. Go ahead. Yeah, you're right. Let me go first. What's up? Word. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I actually actually was uh, really thinking about this, and I was thinking, you know what's something that they have not included for a long time it, since, I believe, Morrowind is spears. Straight up spears. And that was something that I've always loved, because I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of Final Fantasy IV, so I will always love my Dragoon characters. Mm-hmm. We need that. We need a character that uses mid-range weapons. Lots of AoE, you know, lots of uh, whirlwind attacks, uh, being able to, to keep enemies at a distance, and and trying to, to have that perfect balance of medium armor to be able to get away fast enough, and attacks that aren't devastating, but, but are enough to put down your enemy fast. Well, you know, Dave, they already have the code written for that, because they highlighted that during the Game Jam video. See, I'd love to see that implemented. I would love to see a a spear group. That would be so cool. Alright, the Dragoons of Skyrim? Yeah. Or the Dragoons of Elder Scrolls? Shank, yeah. what's your idea, man? Um, I actually, I, I, I would love, love to make, like, an investment banking, like, firm of Tamriel. I'm not, like, I'm being 100% <laughs> I know you serious are. here. The, the banking clan of Tamriel. I would love seriously, I, like JP Shank. Like that would be my <laughs> investment for because, like, I think because I mean, from what you guys have said, you know, there's the the economy systems and MMOs are pretty pretty in depth and diverse if done yes. correctly. So I would, I mean, I would love to like put like a monetary sort of why why can't we have like some sort of um, gold. Uh, guild faction bank system thing within the world. I think that'd be really cool. Um, I don't know. That's just me. I like capitalism. <laughs> True. Anyone else capitalism have actually a good idea? Well, I was thinking maybe to help the crafting community, crafting faction, where it's independent of your uh, of any faction in the game, but it's just purely a, a you know, if you're all alchemists, you belong to. The Elder you know, Scrolls Union. Alchemy Guild, you know? Yeah, and I could give you, you know, loans to start up. Okay, so now there's usury in... in- <laughs> so when the, uh, so when the, uh, when the Tamriel, when the Tamriel Unions Guild has a, has an issue, they go on strike, and no one can craft for... Right, and then I fire them all. <laughs> or, as Juice just said in chat, an actual pirate faction. Best idea ever. You know, there's plenty of water on Nern, plenty of rivers, you know, the Nords, come on, if they're based off of, you know, the Nords here in real in the real world, they've got to have those flat-bottom boats. They can travel rivers, go upstream, go up river, raid towns, raid cities. If they had a pirate faction in Elder Scrolls Online, I'd be doing that in an absolute heartbeat. That would... That would be pretty sick, actually. <laughs> yeah, I can you imagine ship to ship combat and then looting towns. It'd be great really? for uh, for PvP. Yeah, they I actually have. Combat. They actually have the East Empire Company, right? Like, why couldn't they have been like privateers and stuff before they actually? Yeah, yeah. if they have it in the game, I'll be able to talk and vent or with our guild, being like. Army our days, as I, you know. You realize that if there's an East Empire company, there has to at least be a West Empire company. <laughs> east side, West side, 
South South Side. Yeah. South Central, <laughs> yo. Now you give those those coastal forts and castles, you know, ballistas, catapults, things to fend off these privates and privateers. Oh my god. Xenomax <laughs> hire us, okay? Lose brain went pop. Yeah, I'm just thinking about going, Oh my lord, just the P- regular PvP content PvP content would be amazing with this. Yvaro, you got any ideas on that? Yeah, I was thinking maybe um think like maybe a vampire or a werewolf would be kind of cool you know i mean you can you can play them they're they're in the world you can were play them in skyrim back then what's up were there companions back then i don't know i don't know if the companions stretch yes all the way yes back. they were because uh yeskermore had already came down so yeah i would love to see them then yeah I, I before they were werewolves because cool. they weren't werewolves yeah, back I then i completely agree if Aaron wants to be a death dealer See one thing I do know, guys. One thing I do know about lore is that they were not werewolves back then. They didn't have the blood. They weren't. No, that didn't happen until like what a couple hundred years prior to Skyrim. They sure showed uh, werewolves in that that intro trailer. Oh, if you play the the full quest chain of um, the companions quest, they'll tell you. Well, it doesn't necessarily. Yeah, I mean, you know. It doesn't necessarily mean that there weren't werewolves in the in no, Tamriel no, at all, David. Uh, yeah, I thought or... he meant that there weren't werewolves. I was no, like, oh, no, no, just the companions. No, that's not what he's saying. Okay, yeah, I, I get you now. Okay, you know what I uh, what I want to see. I'm sorry for interrupting Varwin, but you know I'm more awesome. Um, what I want to see is um, a hunter guild, like where you go and you hunt down specific enemies and get rewarded for it. Yes, maybe even linking that to like the raids and in-game content. But I would love to see that take place where it's like uh, they tell you you need to hunt down this one specific rare enemy in this one crazy way off area. That'd be awesome. I'm I'm 100% with you. That's fantastic. So an Argonian Boba Fett. Like a bounty hunter guild. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Guys, we have uh, one more email to get to. Ivaro, you want to take this one, buddy? Sure. All right. Uh, this comes from Chris M, who says, "Hello, greatest podcast ever." While ESOTR is my favorite podcast and one I have been listening to since episode one of Skyrim Off the Record, I do listen to other podcasts and for other games. One of those podcasts they posed a question, which I enjoyed because I'm guilty in so many games as well. <laughs> the question is, what weird behavior are you guilty of in this game, and why do you do it? For example, Arwen pulling the dead Nord girl into the river. <laughs> I'd be interested to know what weird things the hosts do that mechanically, mechanically speaking, aren't useful or because they RP a certain character's mindset. And an FYI, uh, here comes a, a little tip as well. If you equip a torch in your offhand and dual wield power attack, you can set the enemy on fire for a brief time. Not very efficient for most encounters, but trolls are weak to fire, and it stops the health regen for a few seconds. Thanks for the bed, co- bed best podcast ever, Karisu Mori. That was one of the coolest slip-ups ever. <laughs> <Ben. coughs> oh, so, guys. Chris, oh, Chris is in Japan. That's why. That's his name. Uh, how they pronounce it? <laughs> so guilty, guys. Guilty little pleasures or behaviors. What do you got? Well, I I pick up uh, pretty dead Nord girls and give them- 
Water burials. I have to kill, I have to, every playthrough, go kill the evil old lady in the orphanage, and I have to do it in the most creative way I can possibly do it. I can't do it the same way twice. Even if I'm doing Dark Brotherhood or not. <laughs> I, uh, I always, for some reason, always go and give Yzolda a mammoth tusk. Like, that's like one of the first quests I always do. It, it's like totally useless, especially for most of my characters, considering how speech is, I don't really use it. It's kind of, yeah. No, Shank, you walk everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Well, let's see. I do a couple of things, actually. Um, Unlike Gavarwin, um, if I have a lot of dead bodies in the area, I always just... I I just can't leave that sort of mess. I I always stack the bodies in a corner somewhere. (laughs) Clean up your mess. Yeah, or, or depending on what the place looks like, I'll put them all in the middle of the room. Just okay, like, so you know, Lou, like, is the, Lou is the Dexter of Skyrim. That's okay. <laughs> oh, my God. That's horrific. <laughs> I'll put him somewhere where it's like, yeah, leave it a message. <laughs> Don't bleep the dragonborn here. <laughs> and the other thing I do, too, is like, if I've killed everything in the area, but I see, like, the oil on the floor and stuff, I'll light it up. <laughs> Just because. <Yes. laughs> I'll drop that lantern. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what? Whatever. It's too fun not to. Yeah, I'm not gonna let it go to waste. I'm gonna let it on fire. So lose a clean freak in Skyrim. <laughs> and there's oil on the floor. Ugh, gotta burn it. Gotta burn it. Confused, <laughs> but fire, fire, fire. What about you, Dave? I have to pick up every arrow I fire, or else I just go insane. <laughs> um, I actually have a mod to make arrows light up bright as hell, just so I know exactly where they are. And I've actually found out that if you shoot an arrow into a door that you can open or close, you can't retrieve that arrow. Which is, like, I avoid doors at all costs. I'll pull an enemy three rooms away just to keep it away from a door. So that if I'm firing arrows and I miss, I will be able to retrieve that arrow. Wow. Okay. That's like OCD. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually kind of hoping y'all were going to be like, oh, that's a neat trick, David. I will, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> so y'all were like, yeah, you're crazy. Okay, good. All right. I'm going to sit over here and uh, cry a little bit. Y'all keep going. Yeah, that's fine, Dave. All right. Um, Shank, your playthrough. All right, yo. So I played zero Dragonborn this week. Um, I am actually going to uh, and I'll give my reasoning uh, at the end here, but uh, I created a mage for the challenge and I'm pretty I think uh, uh, Joe, we were kind of uh, playing our mages at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think when you were live streaming, right? That was, that was actually really cool. Um, so I made a Breton chick named Kira. She's a level 14 and here are my, and this is why I love this challenge, okay? Because it really, and I think I tweeted Joe like eight million times about this. <laughs> yeah, something like that. That's all right. <laughs> oh, that it really, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really does force you to play something that we, I don't think we really haven't done, and I love it because I, I'm playing this, and it feels like I'm playing like for the first time because it's so different, and um, it's kind of cool because i'm i feel like i'm playing a, a character that uh is different to the rest of you guys too because i'm focusing on um i major three skills that i'm focusing on illusion 
which I'm a level 57, Conjuration, level 38, and Destruction as a backup, and I'm a level 32 in that. And I have never, ever, ever touched the illusion, um, the uh, the illusion tree in Skyrim ever. So what I I, cl- I guess I classify my character as like a defensive mage. So my my primary spells are really calm, frenzy, and fear, and along with flame atronach, and I have a firebolt as a backup. So like basically like a, a, a general combat style would be. So if I see a group of bandits kind of far off, I'll usually. Um, you know, frenzy one of them, so they start just hitting on each other, and then cast a flame atronach in the mix, so that the flame atronach goes in there and cleans up the bandits who are fighting each other. And if one of them, you know, just starts running towards me and break away, I'll usually like finish them off with a firebolt because by then their health is usually kind of low. Mm-hmm. Now, if I get like surprise attacked or uh, you know some random bandit just attacks me after I panic a little bit. I I pull out my calm spell and I calm the enemy so they start just like walking away. And then what I do is conjure my Atronach and then cast Fear, which basically marks them as a enemy, and my Atronach just goes and kills them. So it's a very, very uh, defensive sort of passive aggressive style, and I absolutely love it. I've never, ever, ever done uh illusion before. Nice. Have you yeah. have you seen Galaxy Quest? Uh, no, I have not. Okay, one of the best movies ever. Just letting you know that. There's yeah, this point where there's just like this um, rock dude, and there's these uh, bad guys trapped in a corridor. So they teleport this rock dude in the middle of these bad guys, and the chaos that yep. ensues kind of made me think about what you're doing if you got like the the uh, frost antronach. Oh, dude, that's sick. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> I mean, as far as trees go, I'm definitely going up the uh, the left hand side of the antronach for the conjuration. I'm not touching the necromancy and stuff um just just purely focusing on the atronax and it's kind of cool because at like any given point in time i have a flame atronax just like this hot flaming chick just like running around with me it's pretty awesome <laughs> until she dies explodes and takes you with her no nah, dude she she uh she only explodes if i cast another one next mm-hmm. to her yeah. not if she just kind of like disappears on her own uh power or whatever which uh, i found out the hard way <laughs> 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 so uh yeah, as far as what I've done, um, guess what, guys? I've just kind of been wandering around. Hey, that's, hey, that's, that's something a, new. That's a huge shock, right? <laughs> so, um, actually, um, I have been doing the Mages College because I agree with Joe 100%. Like, if you're playing a mage, you have to have to do it because this is one of the guilds where if you're playing that play style, it really, really, really helps mm, to time. be, you know, to join that guild because it, uh, you will progress. Almost critical. Yeah, it really is. I'm really is because not only you know do you get cool robes and stuff, but more importantly, you get the spells and the training. And yes. you, it's at least in my experience, guys. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's kind of difficult to find those spells out in the world. Insanely difficult. Are you kidding? I had yeah. to go blind there. I mean, as far as random drops goes, I mean, forget it. So it's it's a lot. Uh, so I've been sort of some similar to Joe. I've been going into dungeons. Because the biggest problem with uh, mages, it's it's a little bit more difficult to uh, get an income instead of just crafting stuff and selling stuff. So what I've I'm doing no is, problem, dude. huh? I've had no problem. Well, you're also higher level than me, so true. <laughs> I uh, I've been going into dungeons, just uh, you know, uh, doing my thing, collecting stuff, and then selling it, getting money, and then buying spells with it. So it's it's actually really really cool. I'm really enjoying it. Um, last thing I did for the college was actually just go to 
into Sarthal, which was, I guess, one of the first or second quests. I got the Sarthal amulet and the staff of Yerik Galderson, and um, I guess I need to go to Felglow Keep to get those books for Urag in the uh, next part. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm loving it. I'm just walking around, just doing my thing, and it's it's a very very unique play style. And Joe, I'm kind of glad that you went the pure like aggressive destruction route because it's it's given us like totally different. Oh, I'm almost all conjuration, man. It's all about my pets. I use my fireball spells as a supplement. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Cool, I got you. Well, even there, even in the conjuration, we're doing different things, really. Yeah. Because you're doing the necromancy, and I'm doing the Atronax thing, so it's it's really cool. I've kind of been doing both. Mm Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you don't have a dead body to raise, so having an Atronax available is really helpful. Yeah. So... I mean, yeah, I, I'm uh, also like Joe. I, I'm loving this challenge so much. I, I love this character that I'm very, very seriously considering dropping Dew altogether and just playing this as my main. Um, mostly because I don't really like alts, and I'm loving this mage challenge. So, um, I'm sorry, blasphemy? Yeah. What? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> But uh, I mean, yeah, that's it's it's. I don't have too much. It's just wandering around, just loving the mage challenge, dude. That's that's all I got. Nice. Hey, um, everybody out there listening, if you're doing the mage challenge, send us an email with how you're playing your mage. We want to know. We want to see what kind of different styles you are playing with. Uh, we would love to hear about that. And you can send us in an email at elserollsofftherecord at gmail dot com and let us know. Um, we're gonna get into some final tidbits here. And one really quick thing to mention is that they did do a backstory for High King Emrek. Ivar, want to talk about this? Yeah, Wednesday, February 13th, Daggerfall Covenant fans rejoice for Zenimax has featured your leader, High King Emrek's story, on the site titled The Stories of Tamriel, Travails and Triumphs of a Monarch. And they say, High King Emrek, a Breton merchant lord and skilled diplomat, but no stranger to battle, Leads the citizens of the Daggerfall Covenant. Read on for the story of his upbringing, the breaking of the Siege of Wayrest, and his ascension to the throne told in his own words. Head on over to ElderScrollsOnline.com in order to check out High King Emmerich's story, leader of the Daggerfall Covenant. It's actually a pretty cool story. I read through it. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah. I love the little tidbits that and especially in that book format. Oh, all right, we have our crafting table mod. And uh, Lou, did you do this one? Um, no. Oh, I, uh Well, I suggested it because okay. that's actually one I, I've been using from a suggestion of one of our fans. Nice. Well, so. Ivar, I'll let, you, I'll let you, you know, say who gets to take this. Yeah, sure. It's uh, it's called Ultimate Follower Overhaul, uh, UFO by F Loki, L O K I I. Now, uh, Lou, we, you found him. Uh, you found this mod on Skyrim Nexus, correct? Right, Skyrim okay. Nexus. But um, there's also the version on Steam as well, the Steam Workshop, and that, that was posted by Mister Pie Man. Mister Pie Man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bring me a mod. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, Mr. Pie Man's posting it for F Loki, so if you're if you really want to find this thing, Ultimate Follower Overhaul, um, you know, just just so you know, that's that's what's going on. It, it is posted under under two different names depending on where you're going for it. Uh, so so what is it? Well, it's a it's a set of tools and enhancements t- 
to uh, to the follower system that's going to allow for for better control and, and usability of followers. And yes, it applies to Serana as well. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the goals for the mod include uh, to make it simple, all right? And uh, I'm, I'm stating this basically right from right from the author. He says, uh, make it simple so it works even for people that don't read the description or the instructions. Uh, give new and expand existing follower options. Fix broken stuff from, from uh, the vanilla version of Skyrim. Make it easy to use and ensure compatibility with most type of mods. Uh, some of the features include expanded dialogue, uh, follower limit, all right? The amount of followers you can have accompany you, excuse me, uh, amount of followers you have to accompany you has been raised to 15, not including dogs and quest NPCs. Uh, this limit is shared with the number of followers you can have relaxing at place of your choosing. Also, uh, riding for followers as well. Eight follower horses can be found at major cities and stables around Skyrim for followers to ride. Gear for horses can be bought at Whiterun Stable. Group commands. There's a book called Field Command found in Bree's home, which will teach you voice commands. They are used as any voice power by pressing the the Z button. And there's a bunch of different miscellaneous things. And, and for me, I think that's what makes this mod shine, um, such as housecarls. All housecarls will move to their towns, their town player house, when you purchase it. Uh, so these things can be used as housecarls mouse <laughs> 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 as well. Uh, level caps, all right? Level limits have been removed from vanilla followers. Some possibly require new game for level limit to be gone, depending on type of NPC introduction to the world. Uh, dual wield. All followers can dual wield if given appropriate weaponry. Gender animations. All follower animations are gender appropriate. Example, Lydia by default using male animations. Uh, weapon drawing. Followers draw weapons in combat and no longer each time a player does, uh, which is extremely, extremely helpful. Uh, sneaking followers will not engage while sneaking unless spotted or combat starts again. Serana. <laughs> well, that can still be an yeah. issue because sometimes it, it can anticipate or not anticipate, but um, think that combat starts when you shoot something while snuck. That's when the problem occurs. Uh, marriage. All followers have been marked with flag to be available for marriage. So marriage. Mala, wub. <laughs> uh, so yeah, some of you out there have have sent us emails. How come I can't marry Serana? You can with this mod. I want to? Um, but there's a lot of people out there. Believe it or not, uh, bows and arrows, endlessly spawning bow and arrows, have been removed. So there you go. Uh, that is, once again, it is called UFO Ultimate Follower Overhaul, and that is by F. Loki, F-L-O-K-I-I. And Mr. Pie Man puts this on Steam Workshop for F. Loki. So. Very good. All right. It is time for the lore segment. Mr. Lou, take it away. Thank you very much, Joe. And today's Elder Scroll... I thought since we had all started, or for our PS3 fans, we'll soon start, Dragonborn, 
I thought it would be appropriate maybe just go into a little into the main antagonist for Dragonborn. Yes, you, we all know him as Mirak. The jerk face. Yes, a.k.a. jerk face. A.k.a. he called himself the first of the Dragonborn. Or, in the words of Storm Strider, much of what is known has been lost through the ages. He was Dragonborn, yet he served the dragons. A priest in their order, highly esteemed and very powerful. Then he turned against them, becoming something they feared. And yes, Crispy, if this... Well, it may be useful, it may not be. I try to avoid that, which is why this one's pretty slim. So, if you really want, don't want to take a chance, mute! Mirak is the first of the Dragonborn. As I mentioned earlier, this is cited by himself, the inhabitants of Solstheim, and by the Dejish Prince Hermaeus Mora. Hmm. His name, when translated into Draconic, means Allegiance Guide. It was during the Morethic era of Nern where Mirak first came into prominence. He became a dragon priest with considerable power and influence, which allowed him to construct a temple for dragon worship on the island of Solstheim. During his tenure, Mirak came into possession of what is known as a Black Book. Now, this was a powerful Adagic artifact created by Hermaeus Mora, which acted as the lure to trap mortals into his service. Now, bound to serve Hermaeus Mora, Merrick was taught dark and forbidden magics thanks to the knowledge hoarded within the plane of Apocrypha. With his new, you know, newfound power and abilities, Merrick turned upon his dragon masters and sought to usurp their authority and bend them and Tamriel to his will. It was during this rebellion that Merrick demonstrated one of his newfound abilities. He could devour the very souls of the dragons he defeated in combat. Dun, dun, dun. Sound familiar, folks? Ultimately, Mirak and his rebellion was put down to the efforts of a fellow dragon priest named Valok. Some historical accounts point to Valok becoming Mirak's jailer, who then had him banished and imprisoned on the island of Solstheim. However, other records indicate that Mirak was rescued by Hermes Mora and sent to Apocrypha and spared him from the punishment at dragon, by, by the dragon's hands. Regardless, Velak was compelled by the dragons to swear an oath to remain on the island and stand watch against the possibility of return by Mirak into the world. Now, personality-wise, arrogance is the hallmark of Mirak, as you'll find out once you play the DLC. <laughs> it's going to drive him to place himself above the dragons and eventually the Dovahkiin. This dangerous trait blinds him to the dangerous game he plays with Hermes Mora despite the bond of servitude in place between him and his dead prince. And as a side note, side note here, caution to the Dovahkiin. Remember, he's Dragonborn, so guess what? He can fight just like you. And that's all I'm going to give, because all the information out there that's on the Elder Scrolls Wiki and on the Imperial Library are all spoilers. <laughs> so, take a look, or... You know, wait till you finish the DLC and then go look them up. But either way, it's a lot of great information out there. Hope you all enjoyed it. All right, we have some five star review shout outs. Lou, you get to keep, you get to talk some more. All right, five star review shout outs from America. Armand one nine two five, Ray the Dragon. Hey, from Wade Carpenter. 
Well, thank you very much for your five-star review shout-outs, guys. And like always, if we don't uh, bring your five-star review shout-out, if you're in a country that we don't feature that often, please email us, and we'll make sure we get that shout-out the very next episode. And our final thoughts this evening, guys. Time to wrap up the show. Oh, geez. Uh, I, I'm going to get right back on my mage and start blowing more stuff up. I'm having way too much fun with that. And be prepared, guys. Next week, we're going to do the preliminary widget math. We're going to do it this time, and then we're going to do it at the end. Just to compare. Uh, Uh Yeah, you know, I, I just sort of... Um, I'm sorry, I just had a brain fart. <laughs> I, I just... Uh, I love having... I'm having a great time um, expanding my, my Elder Scrolls experience with, with all of the games and... You know, like you, Joe, I can't wait to get back playing with my mage again. Um, it's it's a real. I feel like I'm having like a really uh, l- big learning experience right now in in all these games, and I'm just I can't get enough of of one game versus another. I'm playing Oblivion, I'm playing Mar, I'm playing them all, and it's just it's phenomenal. I'm having such a great time as long as my internet connection can keep up. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hope it doesn't crash again this week. Yeah, well, that's no, why we I'm love sure. Steam offline mode. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently not. Yes, it won't work all the time like that. It won't always let you uh, play Skyrim offline. Bastards. <laughs> it's the one problem with Steam. Yeah, it I, it tried to you know update and then it couldn't go through the update, so then I couldn't play in offline mode. I, oh I damn! Yeah, I don't know what that's all about, but whatever. And Lou. Wow, I can't. Like all of you, I can't wait to get back in and delve more into Dragonborn. You know, and even then, I still want to finish up Vanilla Skyrim. You know, finish up Dawnguard. And as I was talking with the Baron earlier on today, you know, it just amazes me that some people will always ask me, like, why do you still play Skyrim? And I'll point them to our show and say, look, 50 plus episodes later, there are probably going to be things you'll hear in our episodes that you never even thought of or experienced or even saw in your playthrough of Skyrim. You know, there's just so much out there, and with the DLC that's out, it just revitalizes, gives us new things to do in this game. You know, that's what I love about that's what I love about this game. <laughs> Very true. I can't stand those people who said, "Well, yeah, I played Skyrim for like ten hours, played the main story, and I beat it, and there wasn't much to it." Oh, you're an idiot. I have a, I have a friend who, who said that to me once, and I just looked at him and I said, just go back and play again. <laughs> Befriend him? I, I You know, I felt like it at the moment. I just felt like telling him, just just stop. Stop with the nonsense. You know, go go play the game, you dope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why everyone like, likes it so much. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> play the game. And Dave. Um, God, I'm trying to think where I should even start. <laughs> um, with like being a, I, I know I need to start my mage, but I don't even know where I should start in questing. Like, which which quest chains do you think I should should pick up off the bat? Mage's college, mage college. Well, Obviously, though, you're going to have um, a bit of a, a jump halfway into it. Where you're going to yeah. level up a little bit before you can really get through it. Right. I was actually thinking maybe doing a Stormcloak first, then hopping into the Mage's College, or even doing Dawnguard before Mage's College. The thing to do, Dave, is to do both the, um, what I found very beneficial for me leveling up, 
was doing the Civil War in tandem with the Mage College. So where I would start, I started out the Mage College quest probably when I was like 10. Did the first few until I couldn't go any further because I was kicking my butt. Went and did more of the um, Civil War. So I started leveling up more. And when I leveled up two or three times, went back did some more of the Mage College. And by the time I was 23, I was able to finish both. Yeah, that's probably what I'm going to have to do. Hop back and forth between a few things. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Let me try that my battle mage. Anything yep, else, Dave? I'll, I'll, I'll see about it. Nope, oh, that's what I'm, what I'm going to do this week. That's it. And Shank. Uh, I, I can't even begin to tell you how much I love this mage challenge. Um, it is it is just so unbelievably fun. And, I mean, now that I know, I shouldn't start dragging more until I'm in my 30s. I'm <laughs> going to have to put that one off a little bit. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm I'm super uh, stoked for this. And... That's that's like that's it, man. I mean, just listening to everyone's experience, I, I just want to jump back in and keep playing. Nice. Hey, Varwin, how about you take us out, man, with how to reach us? Sure thing. So, like the show, here's how to reach us. Our website is elderscrollsofftherecord.com. Uh, our portal site here at Quest Gaming Network is questgamingnetwork.com. From there, you can reach Elder Scrolls and Minecraft off the record as well. Uh, if you want to email the show, you can find us at elderscrollsofftherecord at gmail.com. We have a YouTube presence as well at youtube.com forward slash questgamingnetwork. And you can go there and check out all of our zany videos from stuff we do in Elder Scrolls and, and Minecraft as well as Chivalry. We play a lot of that. I think uh, we've been posting on there too. Uh, where to listen to us? Sure, iTunes, great, great place to hear us. But you can also catch us on Stitcher Radio, Zune, as well as our RS, our, our RSS feed is available on our website. And you can grab that up and put it into your favorite podcast reader app and take us everywhere you want to. <laughs> we recommend Podkicker or RSS Demon from the Google Play Store. Uh, don't forget our other show, Minecraft Off the Record Live, records Sundays at 7 p.m. Twitter, if Twitter's your thing, you can find the show at Elder Scrolls OTR. Joe, you can follow him at the widget W-I-G-I-T. I am Avarwin. You may reach me at Avarwin, E-V-A-R-W-Y-N. Blue, our lore master is at GamerGuy, 11B, G-A-M-E-R-G-U-Y, 11B. Dave is at D-Enforce, D-I-E-N-F-O-R-C-E. And Shank is at Shank the Tank, S-H-A-N-K, T-H-T-A-N-K. I just want to take this time really quick before we end the show to let everybody know that Fred Woodley has left, he has resigned the network from the network due to real life concerns. So we wish him the best. He will be missed. And we hope everything goes well with him and his job and his life. Um, so there will not be any more community cast. So we, we apologize, but you know Fred has to take care of his real life first and we wish him the best. Elder Scrolls Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Middle Earth Network. And I just want to say, boost for all you all next week. Take care, everyone. Be safe. Remember, keep it locked here to Elder Scrolls Off the Record, where Tamriel lives. Good night, everyone. Glad you're all here. See you all again next week. Shadow hide you. <laughs> Fusrota, y'all.
Yeah! <laughs> I'm one Get over here. Cherokee, dude. Like, that is so highly... I really don't care. Yeah, I was going to say, only 16th of you is allowed to be offended by that. <laughs> <laughs> Too because I'll, I'll type you up one of those little at signs with, like, you know, a ton of um, minus marks and then, like, a bracket or two and then color them green and then the make, make the at sign red. <gasps> Could it possibly be? That means it's time for... No, stop it. No, it ain't Dean off the record. It's Dean freaking hates Valentine's Day. Ask me any question you want. (laughs) Ask me any question you want. I'll have a snarky remark that probably will have to do with something with, you know, my ex sucks. (laughs) Dave's just angry because his girlfriend got a restraining order on him. Yeah. Yeah. Dave? Hi, Marwin. Yes, Dave. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Dan. Hi. 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 That sucks yeah. almost as much as Valentine's Day. You know what? I actually bought myself the Gloria Esteban uh, collector's edition of the Pumice Stones for Valentine's Day. Let me tell you something, okay? <laughs> the starfish... With the glazed over eyes ah. and the slightly, you know, it's called like putty, uh, the, one of that palms or whatever. I don't know if they have legs, or whatever, whatever. You know, they're, they're weird creatures. <laughs> Your mama's so fat, she put on the sorting hat and put it in the International House of Pancakes. And yes, I'm recording. Who's <laughs> all